And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. You're watching over W, excuse me, WPHY, Channel 25, covering Mercer County, New Jersey, through the Verizon Fires Network and listening over WIMG 1300. You can follow me on social media, Trenton 365 show on Facebook and then on Twitter and Instagram at Trenton 365. The second segment of the program is going to still, still deal with some, um, I guess a lack of a better term, we'll say, um, addiction type subject matter, we'll say that. Um, I've got Scott Sylvester in the studio, and, and um, Scott and I met through uh, Jamie Parker and a bunch of other people here in Trenton who were in the music scenes doing some amazing stuff. And um, not long ago, uh, Scott reached out to me because uh, one of his friends who was in a band with him had uh, passed away, um, and it was through an opioid addiction. And um, not that I want to focus on that, not that, that I'm diminishing that at all, but I do want to focus on the people who are here now who are trying to make better of something that happened, some, some the tragedy. So uh, Scott, um, who's a musician <laughs> and also a TV guy as well, uh, has uh, he's putting together this wonderful event that's going to be drawing awareness um, to the opioid crisis that's happening right here in Mercer County. And uh, without any further ado, Scott, welcome to the program, bro. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. Sure. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I always, I've never really said this, but I want you to know that this is a safe space and, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And, um, and that I, I want to go back and publicly say that, you know, the phone conversations that we had, I appreciate them because it, it provided me an opportunity to really hear what you were saying, to kind of get into who you were and um, how you feel. You know about what this, these drugs um, are doing. Um, oh, I appreciate it more. You know, it, it's nice to have somebody listening. Mm. You know, it, uh, especially somebody like you is mm. doing a lot, making a lot of noise, and doing a lot of good things. So, Great. Great. so I appreciate it. Sure thing, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, uh, without me getting too uh, choked up here, why don't you uh, tell the listening and viewing audience a little about who you are, and then uh, how we got to this, this to this point? But I want you to highlight on that cool music scene that's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, I mean. A really big part of uh, who I am is just the Trenton music scene in general. Um, I mean, I've been going to shows here since I was a kid, since a teenager, and um, you know, the Mill Hill basement's kind of like the hub mm -hmm. for that. It's kind of like our home base, and we know each other through that mm -hmm. kind of that hub. And um, yeah, I've been playing in bands for a long time, and ended up in this really great band that we love called Nico Brando. That's our current band. Mm -hmm. um, Played with Anthony. I don't know if you want me to dive right into this. Why we're doing? Yeah, this. you know, why don't we just do that? You know, you know I'm sorry, folks. Um, and, and again, it, this might be a little, little different type of interview. I mean, because this is going to be really Scott and I just chatting about about some stuff. But I want you to stick with us and and follow up with Scott later. And if you want to follow up with me via email or social media, so we can kind of get you connected. Or if you know someone who who needs some help or some assistance or who can benefit from this please do so, but this is going to be more of, of, of us interacting a little bit. I'm sorry, sorry Scott. Great, okay. great. Yeah, no, so, you know, we ended up in this great band that we love um, and, and found a really special combination of five of us, which is kind of a semi-rare thing to find people you really click with because a lot <laughs> yeah. of time when you're in a band, you know, a lot of it is um, um, compromise. And there wasn't a whole lot of compromise, artistic compromise, I want to say, and there wasn't a lot of that here. And it wasn't like, you know, oh, I, I really like him as a person, but he's not a great drummer. And there wasn't a lot of that around. It was like, we really like each other. We hang out outside of the band. Mm -hmm. And we all really click musically. And, um, and you, you kind of form a special bond traveling with each other and mm -hmm. doing things like this. And, 
you know, just being in a band, there, there's a lot, there's, it's a multifaceted uh, uh, activity, you mm-hmm. know, and you, you do a lot together and you, you become quick, I mean, I'm sorry, you become uh, close very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's a special thing and, and a lot of people aren't going to get that, but if you're in a band, you, you know it immediately and it's a special thing. So anyway, um, we, we played with Anthony, I'm, I'm just going to get right into sure, why man, we're no, doing ahead, this. Yep. So, uh, and pardon me if it, gets, if it comes a little slow, it's still semi-new. Anthony passed back in uh, back in the spring mm-hmm. okay so we were playing together for a couple years his cousin is actually also in the band and um, like I said clicked well traveled together played a lot of really great shows and eventually at a certain point Anthony came clean to us and he didn't immediately because he was afraid of how we were going to react he didn't want us to kick him out of the band people who love to play music really love to play music and they'll do whatever they can to stay in the band mm-hmm. So he was really nervous, and one day, funny enough, at the mill after a show, he came clean to us. He was, you know, in tears and said, hey, look, just so you know, I'm clean, but I wasn't always. I had this problem. It's going to be a problem on my back, um, but I feel like I need this weight off my shoulders. And we said, not a problem. We're here for you. Like, you know, um, more often than I think people know, they know people with addiction problems. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's hidden, like Anthony hid it from us. So, um, about uh, six months later, things were going really well for him. He was a really good guy with a rough past, meaning he went through things most of us don't go through. He lost his father when he was uh, about 12 years old. Mm. And uh, when he was older, in his 20s, he had one of his teeth. He had a problem with one of his teeth had one of them removed. They gave him painkillers. He said when he took that painkiller, it felt like all of his problems went away. And he loved the feeling. When that ran out, when, those, when the uh, prescription ran out, he went to the cheaper option, he went to what he could find. This is a problem, or this is a situation a lot of us could find ourselves in. I don't have an addictive gene, mm-hmm. um, but if I did, I could find myself in this problem. You know, I was prescribed opioids at some point, um, and I was prescribed something not too long ago for an injury, and they never asked me if I had addiction problems. So it's something that a lot of people can fall into. Uh, so anyway, he had a really great week. He had a promotion at work. Um, and this is speculation on my end, but it seems to be a common occurrence is I don't know if it was a celebration. I don't know what was going through his head when he shot up. Regardless, he shot up. And what happens is um, he shot up what he used to shoot up, the amount. And his body just wasn't used to it. It couldn't take it. He didn't have that tolerance anymore. And it was just an immediate, that was it. That was it. So, um, so here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, it's hard for a lot of reasons. Um, I could go a lot of different ways with this. Um, but I think what's important is, and when we spoke about this, and it's totally cliche, is we just want to make noise with this show. Yeah. And if we can help one person, yeah. great. And I think nowadays... One of the positives about our current uh, 
era, you know, where we are right now, I want to say, uh, socially, one positive is we're not treating it like as much of a crime anymore. It's more of, I have an addictive personality or I have this gene or I have this disorder for lack of a better word. So we're not placing as much blame on the addicts. I mean, I certainly don't have any blame towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we just want to make it clear at that, at this event, especially the, you know, in the punk rock scene, we're a very accepting oh, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember going to shows years and years ago where there would be transvestites in one corner and like girls with big giant blue mohawks in the other corner. And it was all cool. So like, you know, we want to make this clear. It's all cool. Like, come on out. You know, there is beer there. It's a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't drink. I still go to these shows. Um, either way, you know, it's all cool. Please come out. We're going to have um, sign-up sheets for Narcan training. We, we, we teamed up with a really great charity. Nicole Mondell actually partnered with me on this show. Uh, got us with a really great charity called um, Heroin Kills NJ. So they're there, um, you know, with their literature and, and really with open arms. Um, and uh, sorry, I get to, well, it's tough, uh, man. It's uh, tough. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. And, and I think that you're doing a really good job. Um, and, and I just want to, you know, bring things back a little bit. And, um, you know, folks, there's lots of talk, you know, now about the opioid crisis and um, how it's affecting, you know, the nation. And pockets of the nation are getting hit very hard. Um, here in Mercer County, there's a lot of people who are getting hit with this as well. Um, this, um, like Stephanie said earlier, addiction could care less about your social economic status, your education, your skin color, your ethnicity, your sexual preference, any of those things. It's, it's actually, it's something that's killing all of us. So we need to get rid of that, that mystique about, hey, it only affects certain groups of people. Okay, that, that's yeah. one thing. Two, when you have people who have been affected by this, who are willing to do what Scott and your friends, Nicole, and others are doing to bring awareness. This gives, this gives us an opportunity not only to support them, which will encourage them to reach more people, but it actually may even be that opportunity for those folks who are on the fringes, mm-hmm. like Anthony, yes. who had this on his back, knew he had this on his back, but he was functioning through everyday life. Mm-hmm. He had just got a promotion at his job. So he was obviously doing all the steps. He was living a regular life, but it didn't leave him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something for us to think about as we look at folks who are addicted or people who have addicted pers- addictive personalities and the addictive genes, is that we've got to pull this mystique, this, uh, this mystique away, and we've got, to stop, um, we've got to stop looking at them with a critical eye because that's not going to benefit them, and it's definitely not going to benefit society as a whole. After our break, I'm going to get into talking. I want you to get into talking detail about the event that's coming up, the Fight for Life um, event that's going to be taking place in the Mill Hill basement. But I do want to want to stick a little bit more. Thanks, Steve. Stick a little bit more on um, Anthony as a person, and and I want to do this because I think sometimes when 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 people die, um, it's easy to kind of frame them in their death, and he died of something. That's not who he was. He was a musician. He was a friend. He was a son. You know, all those things. Can you just share in the next couple of minutes what you know about Anthony as a person? Oh, man. I, I mean, 
he would laugh at this. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Man, that guy. We would have practice, and he would just go on and on, just quoting all these lines from Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Every chance was like, Anthony, we got to play, man. we got to play. And another funny thing about him was, um, you know, when we would be at practice, he would be, you know, he'd be talking about Jean-Claude Van Damme or whatever, just going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. We would get into an interview. He'd be totally silent. <laughs> it was like one of my favorite things about being in the band. Like totally sound like Anthony, you want to talk, man? He's like, no, I'm good. Like, and we get out and like car ride him just going on and on and on. You know, he was a, he was a good guy. He was, he was a really good guy. Um, I don't want to take away from that, but I also want to point out, you know, we did try to get him help. One of the heartbreakers is his health insurance was actually going to kick in the following week, um, and we did try to get him help at. Uh, in an, uh, I don't want to point out any uh, particular charities. We did try to get him help at a charity. It was 50 bucks a pop to get him in there. Uh, he couldn't afford that. You know, 50 bucks a week, that adds up, mm-hmm. especially for somebody. I mean, he, he worked full time, but, you know, Still. it's tough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so he didn't really follow through. He's like, you know, I'll wait till the insurance kicks in. So that's another thing we've got to address. Not right now. Right now, we just got to get people, you know, get people listening. Um, and, you know, punk rock, it's very ground roots. It's very, uh, you know, people who are kind of on the fringes, like you said. There's homeless people and there's millionaires, literally. Uh, but they're all people who are kind of in this counterculture who don't, aren't necessarily, people aren't reaching out to them. So that's kind of like one of the reasons we're doing this, too. It's kind of like this is, you know, it's a little subculture that we need to reach. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, sorry, I'm going off on the no, tangent. That's there. Gonna, there's a lot gonna, I want to bring up. Yeah, we're, we're going to bring that back. I'm yeah. speaking with Scout Sylvester. We're going to up on a break, but folks, if you check out the Trenton 365 show Facebook page, uh, also uh, Twitter, it'll be on there as well. And my personal Facebook page, Jacques Howard. Um, the link to the flyer and the information about the event, uh, Fight for Life, the opioid crisis, the the event that, that Scott is putting on with Nicole and a bunch of others here in Trenton. It, the, the marketing will be up there on that, and you can check it out. And you can always reach out to me directly, and I will get Scott to give his contact information a little bit later. We're up on a break, and we'll be back shortly. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media. Um, the Trenton 365 Show has a Facebook page, and you can post your event to the Trenton 365 Community Calendar page. Events like the one I'm talking with Scott Sylvester about will be on there as well. The Fight for Life Trenton Opioid Outreach Concert, which is coming up soon. Scott, um, what was the impetus behind having a concert? Um, to to bring awareness to the opioid crisis. It was kind of all I knew how to do. Mm. It was the only way I felt like I could make a difference. Or at least, <laughs> it's kind of self-serving, to be honest, to make me feel like I'm doing something. Because, you know, when you lose somebody, everybody's lost somebody, and then you're like, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you just feel helpless. Um, and I've run some some charity things for, you know, people who have broken arms or whatever, and we could raise some cash. And I was like, well, I've done this before. Let's let's see what we can do. We try to make this make as much noise as we can because this is a, a much bigger problem than we've ever tried to tackle before. Mm. It's always been individuals. Like, you know, somebody, uh, you know, they, they have cancer or something. It's like, okay, we'll take care of some of their bills. So anyway, um, yeah, so we're, we're trying to make this a, a much bigger deal. And, um, and I'll... Dave Locaine, who runs the Mill Hill, he's just so generous with yep. giving me dates. You know, um, he's just really great guy. Um, 
I knew I knew he would be on board and let me do this. Mm. So it was kind of it was almost a no brainer. It's like okay, well I'm gonna do this at least for me. At least feel like I'm doing something. Mm. You know. <laughs> okay. So you know, um, and I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, people weekly people hear me talk about the art scene here in Trenton. You know, whether it's visual arts, performing arts, and the bands and stuff, and the and the amazing amount of talent that we have here. Um, who are some of the bands that that are going to be performing? Number one, and then I want you to talk about the Trenton uh, music scene. Oh, sure. So the bands playing are my band, which is called Miko Brando. Uh, we have Pissed, mm-hmm. which is punk rock group. They're great semi-new with uh, Anthony Katniss, the fantastic Goggles. filmmaker. Fantastic filmmaker, <laughs> Anthony Katniss. Really inspiring. Um, we have Cheeky, who are originally from here. They're in New York right now. Um, they're kind of more of a, they're a piano drum duo. Really interesting. Uh, Lana Del Rey type vocals. Very interesting. Um, we have this guy, Floston Paradise. He's a house DJ. who's actually spinning between the bands. Um, and we actually have um, uh, an MC, uh, Ray Strife, is going to be with, with uh, Il Omega. So we, we, we did this on purpose, you know, we, we made this as eclectic as we could because um, we want to reach as many ears as we can. You know? mm-hmm. So, and shout out to all the, all the bands and, and those uh, performers that you mentioned. Um, again, folks, it, Trenton has always been a mecca for performing arts. I mean, when you talk about going back into the 30s and 40s, um, the amount of venues that were here, I mean, the amount of national and international talent that came through here, Liberace, James Brown, Wilson Pickett. I mean, the, the, the list and the names go on and on. But we still have some semblance of that happening right now. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a little bit more underground. It's a little bit more DIY-ish. Um, but we've got, a, we've got an amazing hip-hop rap scene, DJs that are doing some amazing stuff, punk rock rock bands and we're also doing something that I think a lot of communities aren't as progressive with and that is having equality meaning we have men and women oh, yeah. who are equally leading this this charge who are equally making a lot of noise and I want you to, to talk about that a little bit because uh, sometimes getting lost in, in this ideology people always think it's men first, men first mm-hmm. but here in Trenton um, like this whole movement that's happening around the world We've got a lot of equality, man. We've got some of the baddest rappers are females, mm-hmm. and and some of the best musicians are women. So can you just share yeah, a bit well, about that? Yeah, Cheeky's female led, and um, Jamie Parker. You know, she's in our band. Uh, it, it, punk rock has kind of always been ahead of the curve socially on a lot of different things, and that's no different here. Mm-hmm. We're, we have a lot of great women who do a lot of great stuff. That that's just. How it's always been has never really been a thought. Like I said before, we had when you have transvestites come to your show, and you have homeless, you know, whatever coming at your show who who are wearing, you know, purple polka dot face paint. Women leading a band isn't a strange thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, when I say punk rock, I don't mean strictly punk rock like a sound. I just kind of mean the the underground art scene that we have. The culture. The, the, the whole culture we yep. have. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean a sound or a fashion or anything. It's it's just more of a, a community and a feeling. And, it, and it's it's the filmmakers, it's the artists. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of women there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's not lost on us. We bring it up all the time, how lucky we are to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to have guys like you and, and things like the Punk Rock Flea Market and Dave Locaine uh, and Shannon Taylor, who actually helped set up this show. She runs... Um, 
the totally electronic shows on Tuesday nights mm -hmm. at the Millhill. Mm -hmm. She's great. I mean, that's really cool. That's kind of brand new. I consider that punk rock too because it's mm -hmm. this, this homegrown, um, um, you know, DIY. We built this thing ourselves. Music scene, and they have people come out every week, and uh, and we all realize how special it is, and we all love it, and it's it's a very precious thing to us. It's, it's not lost on us. Believe me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like. If you're from this random music scene, you get it. You know how people get it. Yeah, that's you right. Know, you know. That's right. But, so one of the things I like to do is, is try to challenge folks, you know, who are listening and viewing. Folks, come here and just check it out. Yeah. Just come in a little bit. I mean, if you want you want a tour, I'll give you a tour. I'll hook you up with some people, take you to some places. It's not as bad as, like, a, some of the media outlets lead you to think it is. Right. I mean, this is a great opportunity for, for you to really understand the culture and the environment that you're living amongst yep. here um, we've got some amazing talent and we've got great people and they're very generous reason. if yes. they just come tour through we've had people stay at our houses um it, it's a very welcoming scene you know there's no we're not like a bunch of pretentious art snobs you know <laughs> even exactly. though there's some really great talent coming out of here and really honestly i listen to half the stuff i listen to comes out of trend yep. because the bands are that good they're really really good bands like we're not just saying that like yeah there's something in our water i don't know what it is <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's part of the fun. That's part of the mystery, right? Mm -hmm. There's something special going on here. They don't have this in. I, I went to to grad school in D.C. They don't have stuff like this in D.C. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's a pretty big city. I mean, they have little pockets here and there, but it's not the community that we have. Mm -hmm. It's not the musicianship that we have. It's not the artists that we have. Um, for some reason, we've got it. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. So, so Scott, I want you to, to talk a bit more about um, uh, the date, um, the, the particulars um, regarding the event. When is it, time, cost, et cetera? Sure. It's a donation. Um, we said it suggested five bucks. That's just to get people to come out. It's really not about the money, to be honest. It's about getting, um, getting people there and getting people, not even necessarily addicts, but getting people there who can reach out to their cousins or their brother or whoever needs the help. And that's kind of the idea of this, is this is the little spark in trying to get it to burst outwards, okay? So it's November 10th, um, Saturday. It's at the Mill Hill in Trenton, right there on uh, on Market and was it South Broad? Yep. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the radio, so I'm a little, little loopy right now. Um, yeah, it's, you know, get there by 8 o'clock if you want to see everything. And um, uh, I think that's pretty much everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just come on out. And it's it's... It's going to be a great time, and it's going to be important uh, to a lot of people there. Not just to me, but to a lot of people there. This isn't necessarily like a tribute to Anthony. That'll come later. This is, um, uh, we're doing this for a lot of people, let's put it that way. A lot of people have been hurting in our, in our little scene, and, and um, it gives us a little bit of power. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, thank you for saying nope. that and and um and uh, scott and i are going to keep this conversation going folks so you're going to be able to hear a bit more of it um later because i'm gonna i'm gonna be in his back pocket you know trying to trying <laughs> to get him more involved in, in some stuff um I, I recently shared a bunch of things on my on my uh personal facebook page and uh, i was just going through you know last you know 18 months or so um in the wake of all the things that are happening globally and nationally and I just started posting, you know, bits and pieces of things. And I finished it off with, with something that's that saying, you know, and I'm paraphrasing now, that um, things may seem to be crappy right now. You know, we all got stuff going on, whoever we are, whoever we are. But we're here. This gives us an opportunity to make a difference, 
to rally the troops, to get people together, to, uh, to make a difference. And this event, I think, is part of that. And um, the fact that it's not that you're doing it as a tribute, you're not doing it as a memorial, you're not doing it to make some bucks. You're doing it because you want to improve some people's lives, particularly the people who are in the community where you are. So kudos to you, to Nicole, oh, and to you. Shannon, to all the performers, Ill Omega, Ray Strife, uh, Flowtown, Paradise, uh, Pissed, Miko Brando, uh, and whoever else is going to be and, there performing. And, you know, and, and a thank you to, we have a drummer filling in for us, obviously. And he was, and, like, I, I just can't stress enough how generous all these bands are. And everyone helping out. You know, nobody's making any money on this. Everybody really believes in this. Um, it's, it's just a really positive thing that... It's, it's worth at least coming out to see. Fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Scott, I'm going to give you the last word, and I'd like for you to, to share some words of encouragement um, to some folks out there, um, families or friends or individuals who may actually be going through some difficult times right now with opioids. Um, it feels lonely, and I know that. It's, it's not a party drug. And, and that's one of the things that hit me the most is that, it, you know, it feels lonely. Uh, and if I could go back and talk to Anthony, you know, he was hiding his addiction and all that kind of stuff. It's like, dude, you're not alone. People are there to help you. You just have to reach out. You can't be ashamed of it anymore, man, because this is literally your life. Mm. This, is, this is a lot of people, you know, just people are there for you. Just just don't be afraid to speak up. Great. Scott Sylvester, thank you, bro. No, thank you. Uh, you're, thank my you, pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. You can find me on social media, Trenton 365. And you want to send me an email, you want to find out more information about my guests, particularly Scott and Stephanie, um, who've got two back-to-back events coming up these next two Saturdays, November 3rd and 11th. Send me an email, Trenton365show at gmail.com, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great night.